0: All righty, hello again, everyone, and welcome to it. It is the uh, Derek Hunter podcast for the 20th of October, 2023. It's Friday. That's all that really matters. I'm Derek Hunter. I am your host. Appreciate you listening, downloading, sharing, telling a friend. All that good stuff get you going on your weekend as quickly as possible because, you know, it's not like the House of Representatives can do anything. They can't do their damn job. Imagine they're collecting almost $200,000 salary and what are you doing? Nothing? We're kind of, I don't know, we thought we were supposed to work this week, but we shot ourselves in the foot, we're not working this week, and uh, we thought we could get our act together and do a couple, nah, no, nothing. We're just kind of, I don't know, want to go golfing? It's nice weather. It's unbelievable that these morons, you wouldn't let them water your plants if you went out of town for the weekend and you had plastic plants. I don't know who thinks this is good. And now they're coming up with the idea that, well, maybe we just make the, uh, the acting speaker give them special powers to do other things. No, you don't get to cover up for your incompetence. That's not the way the world works. Do your job. Figure out how to do your job. Do the hard things. Make the choices you don't want to make. Sometimes you have to choose between a, excuse my French, a shit sandwich and shit chili. All right? That's what you got to do. That's part of the job. You signed up for it. You didn't sign up for I'll do as much of this job as I'm comfortable with. But if there's something that I don't like, I simply won't do it. And if there's a person I won't like, I don't care what damage I do to anything. I will stand on principle. I will die down. I will be, what was it, those those douchebaggy uh, Dr. Seuss things that refused to move? I can't remember what it was. But they'd stand there and I will not move. And the whole world was built around them. You know not hired to do that on something as insignificant as this. And let's be honest, the speakership is important, but in the grand scheme of things, it's pretty damned insignificant, especially when there's divided government. So congratulations, morons, you make yourself look really stupid. And hey, you know, I guess the reflection in the mirror should match what you truly are at the end of the day. Anyway, I'm sure I'll have something to say about all of this you're going to hear today at the patreon.com slash Podcast or DerekHunter.Locals.com with the week in effing review. The news talked about the way it deserves to be talked about because good God, we're stupid. Honest to God, we really are. And by the way, I have, uh, I'm not going to play it, I, I, I just, I can't, I wouldn't be able to stop Vomiting. But Matt Gates walking through the hall like he's, you know, cruising for his date this weekend, said, no, we should be working nonstop until we come up with a speaker. Hey, uh, butt plug, you know anybody who might be responsible for this, even partially? Somebody who threw, say, a temper tantrum, thought they'd get some attention, get some fundraising, and that everything would just work out? That would be you. That would be you, Matt. But uh, see, the idea of a temporary speaker so that the House can get some things done That's a bridge too far for good old Matt. No way, no how. I will not allow it. I will not stand for it. I will do everything I can to block it. It's not right. It's not right. It's not right. It's pathetic. This guy is absolutely pathetic. He deserves your mockery and scorn. He'll be fine. He'll get reelected. He will, uh, his social life will not be curtailed at all. He'll be fine. But he gets to walk around pretending like he did good. Pretending like he's the lone man in Washington standing against a storm of hypocrisy and government crashing down around you. See, we need to get a handle on spending. And that's why I did it. Kevin McCarthy was terrible on spending. Okay, then why did you vote for things that ended up adding $8 trillion to the debt? I don't know if you voted for every single one of them, but I know you voted for a lot of them during the Trump administration. Why is it different then? See, if your principles are based on or change based upon who is in charge at any given moment, I would posit that you don't have very many principles whatsoever. See, the thing, you, you can be as frustrated, you can dislike, you can not like to stop, whatever, of Rand Paul or Mike Lee, but you don't get a sense that their principled defense of the Constitution is dependent upon who's driving the ship at any given moment, Right. Rand Paul has been a thorn in the side of everybody at one point or another. He does it in a more prickly way, but Mike Lee, the same kind of way, the same kind of thing. He doesn't do it with as much prick in the prickly, but he does it because they actually believe these things. They can articulate why they believe them. Matt Gaetz can't articulate why he did what he did. Nancy Mace can't articulate why she did what she did. She can put it into a fundraising email and he can put it into a fundraising email. Anybody can put it into a fundraising email. There are professional fundraisers who get their beak sweat, a nice little taste of the action for every dollar that they raise. So they're lining up to raise money for those morons. And you can come up with all sorts of creative ways, especially when you're not legally bound to any semblance of reality. You can put that in a 500 word email with a couple of nice graphics and oh boy, howdy, here's a couple of out of context quotes and hit send and the money starts rolling in and you get your 20 to 30%. Sometimes depending on who it is that's doing the fundraising, the person doing the fundraising, if they're particularly good at raising a lot of money, the contract will give them the majority of the money. Really, it's a true story. Look it up. Fundraising in politics is. They'll go, oh, they're raising so much money. Yeah, the, the people are getting rich off of it. Fundraisers get rich off of that. If you can establish yourself a nice email list, you will get filthy rich off of it. Well, being able to legally fundraise. And somebody will come to you and say, hey, will you raise money off of your list for us? And I said, we'll do it well, if we keep uh, 70%. We'll use your name and we'll keep 70%. All right, well, that's fair. That's fair. How's that? Why, why does it happen that way? Because the whole thing is graft. Is, it's just scamming. 90% of those people are going to be reelected no matter what they do. But they all can raise money. Because why? If they have name recognition, if they've done something they get good on cable news, whatever why not scam people? I know I'm wildly cynical. That doesn't mean I'm wrong. Anyway, who knows? Maybe by the time you hear this we'll have a I kept on waiting and waiting. Maybe we're gonna get a speaker. Maybe the Republicans are gonna stop being dumbasses. But they're not. They're not well we are principled. We're very very principled about what when you had control of government uh spending was out of control. you didn't secure the border you didn't build a wall you could have you could have really gone to if you're willing it's weird a democratic president I'm willing to shut down this government to make sure that we do whatever it is and claw back some of this money. none of it's really ever going to come to pass. Even if they pass something for it, it, it'll get pulled out later and people will knows are added back into some other bill later. It doesn't matter. It's all for show. But when they have the reins of the horse, what do they do? Nothing. Nothing. they going to fund Planned Parenthood. Republicans controlled the House, the Senate, and the White House. Planned Parenthood funding went up. Okay? It's still there. They're doing just fine. Planned Parenthood has more money than you. Unless you're Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk, in which case, if one of you two are listening, get over to Patreon and you know go above the five bucks a month level. It's insane. These people talk a good game. They don't govern. They're terrified of governing. There are a lot of people up there on Capitol Hill who are relieved right now. A lot of Democrats are relieved that Republicans are in such disarray. Why? Because They're not being forced to vote on certain things like resolutions condemning Hamas. The Republicans in the Senate, God love them, they're trying to do this. Marco Rubio yesterday introduced a resolution calling on the Biden administration to enforce current law and remove people from this country who are here on visas, work or student or whatever, who are actively participating in pro-Hamas, pro-Palestinian, whatever you want to call it demonstrations against the united states and against israel well this seems wildly uncontroversial doesn't it hey don't rally in support of terrorists in the united states of america when you're a guest here but no that's not the way it works a democrat from vermont i can't remember his name off the top of my head democrat senator from vermont came down and objected rubio asked for unanimous consent Guy comes down and says, meh, I object. And so he blocked it. Today, Tom Cotton, I think it was, or Josh, Josh Hawley, goes down there and puts in another resolution condemning the lies surrounding the bombing of the hospital. Oh, it's the most densely packed hospital ever, and it's like wow, this this is amazing. How many people can you fit in a room in this hospital? Well, we're we we're afraid of hospitals being overrun in New York City because of COVID. That remember they they set up makeshift hospitals in Central Park and the Javits Center, and they brought in the the Mercy ships and all that stuff. They were ready for, and it, there was no need to worry about that. They could have just gone to this hospital in Gaza and said, let us just take a look at how you managed to fit like 48 people into a room here. Well, then we figured, there we go. Problem solved. Everything is looking good now. It is absurd and obscene that these resolutions, these condemnations of terror were shot down by Democrats shot down by, they did not want to do it, they did not want to hear it, they were not at all interested, Chris Van Hollen came down and shot down the attack on uh, Jews today. It's really unbelievable, the one that uh, was being pushed by Josh Hawley. It really is amazing how these people work. Let's see, who is the senator? I'm trying to pull this up here. The Senator Peter Welch, Democrat of Vermont. You ever hear of Peter Welch? Probably not. But he was sent down there to object. Here's what he said, quote, But I read the resolution of my colleague from Florida. This is not about enforcing existing law. This is about compromising a constitutional right that Americans have enjoyed since the inception of our country. It's the First Amendment, end quote. Senator Peter Welch from Vermont. I mean, what do you expect from the state that sends Bernie Sanders there and has been sending Bernie Sanders there for decades? This has nothing to do with Americans. Americans are not going to be booted out of the country because Americans are not in the country on visas. Americans are not our guests. They are citizens. It's the people who are here on visas, the people who are guests that Marco Rubio wanted to boot out, which law allows us to boot out. But of course, Welch deliberately confuses the issue by conflating Americans in this country with those with temporary visas. See how they do that shell game? It's called building up a straw man argument to confuse the issue and confuse the issue he does. It works on dumb people and it works on Democrats. Chris Van Hollen, the same. I believe Chris Van Hollen is Jewish, if I'm not mistaken. But Chris Van Hollen doesn't care. Josh Hawley goes out there and wants to pass a resolution, non these are worthless resolutions, condemning things such as. The University of North Carolina Students for Justice in Palestine, when they say, quote, it is our moral obligation to be in solidarity with the dispossessed, no matter the pathway to liberation they choose to take. This includes violence, end quote. These are students out there, indoctrinated, fully brainwashed leftist students. The United States Senate could not bring itself to condemn that because Chris Van Hollen objected. Now, what's funny is most of the time, there's no senators down on the floor. Somebody needs to introduce a resolution or somebody wants to introduce whatever. They just want to give a speech on C-SPAN. They go down there. They make sure nobody else is booked for that time and they give their speech. These resolutions are entered all the time. The vast, you always hear this, the vast majority of the business that Congress does is done unanimously. They're all on board, blah, 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 blah. And that's how you get these stupid commercials they vote with uh, Speaker McCarthy 78% of the time, or 90% of the time, or whatever. They all vote with each other about 90% of the time. Why? Or more. Why? Because they pass so much insignificant crap that is not legally binding in any way, shape, or form through unanimous consent. They go down there, they give a speech, I ask unanimous consent. And unless somebody goes through the process of objecting, you have to make a conscious effort to object, then it gets passed. And therefore, you weren't even in town that month and you voted with so-and-so or whatever. It's wildly... We are governed by a bunch of idiots, I'd say, but we're not really governed by idiots. They're the smart ones. We're the idiots who don't understand civics and that allow them to get away with it. We've accepted the fact that our education system will not teach civics. So you can look at this thing and call BS when BS needs to be called. But a lot of things. Resolutions, non binding resolutions, think I want to congratulate the local high school team that won the state championship, blah, blah, blah. Unanimous consent. Of the, all right, now you get a nice little embossed thing printed up says the United States Senate congratulates this team or whatever. Meaningless but it makes people feel good sometimes it feels great and they're very excited on something like this it's a non-binding resolution condemning these leftist anti-Semite pigs on college campuses and right there waiting for it the only reason he was down on the floor they knew it was coming and that means that Democrats got together and decided to block this and sent down Chris Van Hollen, who I believe is Jewish to go down and block it you want to talk about a tool you want to talk about a tool shed. talk about chris van Hollen. he's in a safe democrat state so he can get away with it and he's jewish so he's not going to be accused of being anti-semitic and so he goes down there and objects now what is the basis for his objection it doesn't matter he doesn't really give it he doesn't have to you just object I don't think this is necessary or this is not the time or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, I agree with the sentiment of this sort of thing. I just have to say that now is not the time or maybe I want more. It doesn't matter. They don't have to give a reason. You can't point out that the party of anti-Semites blocked a condemnation of anti-Semitic violence because they sent down a Jew to do it. Who is more than happy to do it? What do you need me to do? All right. I shall do it. I tell you these people are sick, and I can't tell you that enough. This is what I mean. This is how these people function. This is their plan. They do it all along. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're going to do it over and over and over again. Why? Because what is the consequence for doing it wrong? What is it? Is there a single consequence? No, there's not. Chris Van Hollen isn't going to face any blowback from Democrats in in what you call it. Maybe Chris Van Hollen isn't Jewish. I don't know, but they're not going to face any blowback. They're not. You think the people? Of, oh, maybe Chris Van Hollen is going to really have a different, uh, difficult time in his his next re-election bid. Why? Well, uh, because. Will he only win with like 80% of the vote this time? Is that, is that what's going on? Is he going to be okay? He'll still. I still get, it's really kind of funny. You get these um, fundraising emails from these jackholes, And he's just going, why, why are you raising money? What are you doing? Raising money for what? Well, it's because they can employ family. They can do all sorts of things. They're good. Yeah, Uh, Chris Van Halen squeaked by to victory with 65.7% of the vote in 2022. Just barely made it. In under the wire. It is amazing. Not surprising, but amazing that these people can live with themselves. I don't know how they do it. They're the most tolerant people. They're so tolerant that they tolerate terrorism. Celebrate it, as a matter of fact. Tolerate it within their own ranks. And then they... uh, they'll they'll tolerate everything except tolerance you know what's funny is like i said yesterday with um, the fetterman statement how is it that this brain dead uncle fester can be one of the few people with moral clarity in the democratic party well it's really easy to have be the person with the most moral clarity in the democratic party because all you have to do is have any and you're 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 making the podium Speaking of which, Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, tweeted out, I'm on my way to Israel. I'll be meeting with those impacted by the horrific terrorist attacks and offering California's support. Now, why? Haven't they suffered enough, Gavin? What do they need you for? bring over a, a an empty plane and do a, what what uh, Ron DeSantis is doing, which is the real reason he's doing this. Is Ron DeSantis has evacuated more people in the Biden administration, more Americans than the Biden administration gotten them home from Israel than the Biden administration has. They're not even starting, I don't think, with their first flights until today. Which by the way, Florida is providing these flights for free. The State Department is charging these people and i say it's because of the law it's really kind of funny well the statute says we have to charge people the fair market price for these state department flights to europe so you can get out of there and like um the statutes say lots of things like you're supposed to enforce our border security that there are very specific criteria for being able to seek and be granted amnesty and you just kind of urinate it all over them. But when it comes to getting people out of Israel, mostly Jews, then suddenly they're going to have to pay. It is weird to me how this sort of stuff always comes together. The law must be followed when the law is on the side of Democrats. Otherwise, it must not be followed. It must be ignored. It truly really is. A sight to behold. It truly is disgusting. But again, when John Fetterman is the moral compass in your party, when Ted Liu, Ted Liu, another left wing nut job from out in California, was tweeting with moral clarity and no ambiguity about the terrorist attack and his contempt for those people who um, embrace. Hamas. He tweeted, quote, news organizations, this is about the hospital, news organizations that immediately took the word of Hamas controlled entity falsely accusing Israel of striking the hospital should apologize. These news organizations not only got it wrong, their rush to judgment caused other nations to wrongly interpret the hospital blast, meaning they caused riots around the Middle East. They caused anti Semitic attacks around the globe, including in New York City, where I'm not sure that this is a crime anymore in New York City because Democrats took over, but the New York Daily News, this was floating around yesterday. New York Daily News reports, a man punched a woman in the face in a Midtown Manhattan subway station in an unprovoked anti-Semitic attack, police said Wednesday. Now, is that a crime? I don't know. A 29-year-old woman was in the seven-train passageway inside the station, 42nd and Lex, when a man approached her around 11:30 p.m. Saturday, cop said the man slugged the victim in the face. When asked why he attacked her, he spat, you are Jewish, police said. The man took off, leaving the woman with minor injuries. The NYPD's hate crime unit is investigating the attack. Isn't it nice? This is Joe Biden's America. This is the Democrats' America. Have you heard about this story? Probably not. Now I guarantee you have heard about the sick bastard who killed the Palestinian kid, the 7 year it's a horrible story. It's a horrible and it should be roundly condemned. And I don't know any did you see any group of Jewish people taking to the streets to celebrate the murder of that kid and the attempted murder of his mother? No, you haven't. Have there been any Jewish members of Congress trying to justify it? Any sort of both sides-ism being done with that? Well, you know, this is what violence begets violence. Nope, nobody's ever said anything like that. It's weird. It's a one-way street. Just like I said yesterday, the rocket attack is, my God, it's a war crime. It is a war crime, war crime. War, oh, wait, Hamas did it? So is it still a war crime? Is what is still a war crime. I don't know what you're talking about. Look, I've got to go. Hmm. What a difference a day makes. Isn't it? Doesn't it? So, so bizarre. Uh, in other news, by the way, I'll get to the Oprah thing. I'll do the Oprah thing in a second. Oh, hell, I'll do the Oprah thing now just because it cracks me up while watching these. What passes for journalism these days is so damned pathetic. It uh, it's embarrassing. New York Post, their headline: Oprah reveals the shockingly low paycheck she received for *The Color Purple*. What? The sh- now *The Color Purple* was from the mid-eighties. Oprah was a nobody then. I don't even think the Oprah Winfrey Show had started at that point. So what the hell is she going to do? She commanding like ten million dollars a picture then? It says. She saw the color green. Media tycoon Oprah Winfrey said Tuesday that her salary for the 1985 film The Color Purple was the best $35,000 I ever made. So $35,000. It's shockingly low, according to the New York Post. Quote, speaking with Essence Magazine, Essence Magazine, speaking at a race-based organization, Winfrey, 69, revealed that that she, quote, wanted nothing more in life than to be in The Color Purple when it was announced that Alice Walker's Pulitzer Prize winning book would hit the silver screen. Quote, they were only offering $35,000 to be in this film. And it was the best $35,000 I ever earned because it started her on that career. Now, 35000 I thought, you know, I'd be, she worked, uh, she's a supporting role in The Color Purple, I think, whatever. But it wasn't more than couple weeks worth of work movies don't take especially if it's not a big sci-fi special effects spectacular takes two to she probably worked in two to six weeks something like that $35,000 is not bad so then I looked it up I just said you know what something about this doesn't doesn't fit it doesn't there's something going on here so I looked it up congressional or what is this the uh United States Census Bureau wanted to know what the, the average family income, what the median family income, the average and median are different, but you get the, the gist, was back in 1985. I found this from a report from then. In 1985, median family income was $27,740, 4.9% higher than the 1984 median income. So 27, the average or the median, meaning there are as many people below as they're above making this kind of money. So it's right there in the middle. $27,740. Oprah Winfrey made $35,000 for a couple of weeks' work playing make-believe. The New York Post wants to spin it because of clickbait and just a general sense of history begins anew every single day and nobody knows what the hell is going on. Is You won't believe the shockingly low amount of money that Oprah Winfrey made. Why would I not believe it? She was a nobody at the time, or next to a nobody at the time. Of course she would have joined in there. Happily and gleefully in taking that part. Anybody would take it. I tell you what, anybody right now would take a freaking part in a Steven Spielberg movie today for $35,000. There's no question about it whatsoever. Are we supposed to cry for her, Argentina? I don't think so. Anyway, it's just another example of how stupid our media is and how pathetic Our media is. They are not going to get any better because why would they? What is the incentive to get any better? Their audience is shrinking, so they just need to cater to the people that are dumb enough to be catered to with stupidity, and that's it. Keep rolling down that track. They can make money. It's weird. The revenue has stayed about the same. The salaries for the network anchors have gone up, and the audience share. The audience not only share, share is the percentage of the people watching at any given moment, which is a sort of meaningless statistic, but also the size of the audience has dropped significantly. How is that possible? It's only possible because they're just content with whatever they got. Doesn't matter. They can monetize however much they got, no matter what they get. And meanwhile... We're getting dumber. Nobody in the news business is doing news anymore. Nobody in the news business is doing news anymore. Come away dumber watching news these days. Anyway, that's enough. Come away dumber watching these Republicans try to, I don't know, find their own heads in the House of Representatives. Here's a hint. It's up your ass. Uh, I hope you're going to be there for the week in and review. I thought about should I wait until because it's, you know, it's five o'clock now. I thought, should I wait until Joe Biden speaks to record this episode because he's addressing the nation at eight o'clock? And I thought, I honestly don't care what he says. It doesn't matter what he says. He's going to both sides. He's going to give $100 million to terrorists for humanitarian aid as long as they virtually pinky swear. They won't use it to kill Jews, which they will use it to kill Jews because that's what they do. We've got to alleviate the suffering. You're giving the people causing the suffering the means by which to alleviate the suffering and you're expecting them to alleviate the suffering. Are you that stupid? Well, it's Joe Biden, so you know the answer. But I couldn't bring myself to wait until then because yuck, you know, screw these people. But not you. Thank you for listening. Hopefully I'll see you at midnight. Patreon.com slash Podcast or DerekHunter.Locals.com Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening.